Thank you for joining us at First United Methodist Church of Locust Grove's Sermon Podcast. Our mission at this church is to live God's way and share God's story and serve God's people. One of the ways that we live into this mission is that we offer our sermons for you to listen to, and we hope that one Sunday you come and join us at 1045 a.m. For more information about our church, you can go on our website at www.fumclgok.org. Thank you, and have a blessed day. For the last three weeks, we've been talking about um, happiness, and we've been looking at the book um, Happy, What Is It and Where to Find It. It's a book written by Matt Miosky. Um, if you haven't found it yet in, in the congregational email that, that's on our website and on our page, um, I've given you a link to where to purchase that book. I would encourage you to purchase that book and read it. It is a great read. It's actually a fairly short read. You can read it fairly quickly. Um, really enjoyed reading that book the last, I've been reading it for about five weeks now, um, but really enjoyed that and uh, really enjoyed the conversation that Matt offered uh, looking for happiness because sometimes happiness is easier to find than where we think it is. And, you know, this week we've been talking about, today we've been talking about plans and the plans that God had for us. And we all have to admit that like Nine weeks ago, we all had planned on me being here a lot longer than what, we had envi- what God had envisioned. And about nine weeks ago, we found out that uh, I was being appointed somewhere else. And in that time and in that process, I've talked to you all about passing the baton and doing it well. And we don't want to drop the baton and allow Kathy's ministry to, to falter. Kathy was here on uh, Thursday and we, and we prayed and we, we talked a little bit and, you know, we showed her how to do some things around here at the church because, you know, like every other church, there's little corks and, and things about the building that people need to know. Um, you know, I'm going to miss, you all have a great gift to give a pastor. I only have one, two keys for this church. Uh, I've served churches that I've had more keys that like literally weighed down my leg, like five pounds. I only have to worry about two keys at this church. You know how much of a blessing that is for a pastor? Especially this pastor who misplaces his keys all the stinking time. All I have to remember is a couple of numbers. That's a real blessing. And for the last three weeks, actually the last four weeks, we've been passing around the baton asking you to pray for Kathy as she prepares to receive this baton in two weeks, actually three weeks. So I'm going to pass it around again. I want you to pray for her and pray for the ministry that she's doing as she's closing out in Pahaska. Because realize that she's going through some of the same feelings that I am. Uh, She has the same anxieties that I do about coming here. She's excited to be here. She really is. Um, And um, I even took her uh, on Thursday to go see Joan. And she got to meet Joan uh, on Thursday. And Joan and her had a great visit. And, you know, I'm really excited for you all as you get ready to receive Kathy. I know it wasn't part of God's plan. I know you all want, or actually part of your plan. You all wanted me to be here forever and ever and ever. You've all told me that, several of you. Some of you are actually excited to see me go, and you've told me that too. But, you know, in the book of Isaiah, we we come across this scripture reading. And I want to read it for you. It's Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. Listen to these words. My plans aren't your plans, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my plans than your plans. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. One of the interesting things about happiness, do you realize that like since the mid-2000s, that the curiosity of happiness on Google has tripled? 
that people are searching for happiness on Google, and, and there's been more books written about it since the 2000s. I mean, that like whole business of happiness has exploded because people are searching for happiness. And the crazy thing is, is that when we're searching for it, we're actually, I think, missing it. I think far too often we, we search for that thing that makes us happy. We long for that thing that makes us happy, and it's only temporal. You know, for you Chicago Cubs fans, you winning the World Series is only going to be temporal this year, it looks like. <laughs> I know Josh is a Cubs fan, so I can pick on him. Where, where you know, those things are temporal, and they bring us happiness for a little while, and, and maybe for some people, they can hold on to that for a long time, because it may be a long time before they experience that again. Lord knows those Dallas Cowboy fans are very faithful people. They won the Super Bowl in the 90s, and, and it's been a long time. I didn't realize you were a Cowboys fan. <laughs> that makes it even better. I actually, I can't. I live with an alumni. But here's the thing. Happiness, those kind of happiness are, are temporal. And what we're longing for is that lifelong happiness. And sometimes it's just simply staring us right in the face. Every summer, I'm blessed. I get, to, I get to go to camp for usually two to three weeks. I'm allowed to. Sometimes I can talk Ashley to let me go three weeks. I love going to camp. I love going to camp for this reason. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with watching the, the, the children and youth and adults go through the week of, of those emotions of getting time to step back and instead of focusing on what's going on around them, they spend time with God. And nothing's more beautiful when you watch the, watch the child or even adult. I've, I've seen adults, the last few years at sixth grade camp, we've had more adults kind of have that aha faith moment than sometimes children. But when we let go and we let go of everything around us and we just step back and we allow God into our lives, they find an eternal happiness that always draws them back to camp. And that's what it is for me. Why do I love going to camp? It, it has nothing to do with the great cinnamon rolls. But man, if you ever have that, talk about a slice of heaven at Camp Egan, those cinnamon rolls are to die for. It, it's not going up to the cross and, and overlooking the beautiful creation that, that, that God has and it's created. It's the relationships and the experience of people watching as they wrestle with their faith and as they get it. And they realize that the happiness that they truly seek is God. And if you remember, in Matt's book, he says there are three things that we have to work on to achieve happiness. Those three things are work on a relationship with God, ourselves, and others. If we work on those three things, we'll find happiness. Because sometimes what we'll find is that we're deficient in one of the three. Sometimes it may be all three. Or sometimes it may just be one thing and we don't feel happy. Because we've disassociated ourselves with, with God. Maybe, maybe we've, we've pulled away from God and we're, we're missing out on something. We're missing out on God's plans. Because as Isaiah told us, God's plans are better than our plans. You know, I, I remember me. Like my, I actually, as we were packing, I came across this piece of paper that was folded up and tucked away. It was the very first sermon I ever gave on Jeremiah 29.11. And thank God it's on a tape and it can't be reproduced. Because I have the tape. I took the tape from the, from the church. I'll, I'll con they know I have it. I've, I've confessed my sin to them. They're not getting it back either. It's horrible. I was reading this, this, this text that I had written, and 
I thought I had a plan for me. I thought my plan was, was to leave Miami and to go to OCU and become a band director. That was my plan. I mean, I've told you this all before. That was my plan. I wanted to be a band director. That's what I wanted to do. But God's plans are bigger than my plans. And I get to OCU and, and I have that experience of this is not where I want you. And, and the experience of me being stubborn and saying, no, this is where I want to be. And, and, and God pulling on me and saying, no, I need you here. And it wasn't until I was at Camp Egan, my first summer in college, sitting there with this young man, talking to him about his faith, that the light bulb went on. This is where God is calling me. And the moment that I submitted myself to that, I've never been more happier. Josh thinks he has the greatest job in the world. I think I have the greatest job in the world. It's fun. Now, I mean, I get to go do mission trips. I get to, you know, I get to lead people. I get to hang out with some of the greatest people in the world. I'm there in the good times. I'm there in the bad times. It's a great job. I love it. It brings me happiness. Sometimes I, it brings frustration, but, you know, happiness can also be a frustrating thing from time to time. But when we let ourselves go and we allow ourselves to be directed by God and we follow God's plan, you will find happiness. And far too often, we get in the way of that. We want our plan. We want our will being done. Instead of opening ourselves up and, and saying, here I am, Lord, use me. Matt Miosky, in his book, he says, it's easy to become obsessed by our jobs, stressed over by our finances, consumed with our own relationship drama, or anxious about our own future. Sometimes the best thing we can do is step outside of ourselves and remember that there is more to the world and to the life than our own stuff. There are people struggling with this problem. There are people struggling with problems far bigger than ours. There are needs much greater. There's a God who's up to something more important than making sure our lives work out just the way that we want them. As we refocus our eyes beyond ourselves, we see more clearly God who created us to be. We remember that's what gets us excited and we discover what we have to offer. In short, we begin to be happy. When we let go of ourselves, we let go of ourselves and focus on others and God, you will find happiness. And you'll also yourself be restored and renewed and redeemed. Every year for camp, I get, to, I get these emotions. You know, like a couple weeks before, I get super stressed out because something's not going to work or somebody dropped out or, you know, this isn't going to work out. And and every time I'm reminded when I get there and we're in the middle of worship and I see those kids for the very first time, very scared and nervous. <laughs> and then we sing this song. I, I do this every year. One of my favorite songs to sing at sixth grade camp is we do this, this, this song where it's, I, do, I split it up. The boys do one side and the girls do do the other part, and it's the same part, and I challenge them to just sing out, just, just go as loud as they can, and Josh has been there, he can attest, it gets loud, 
And it's amazing to see these kids, some of these kids that are so quiet that like church mouse are louder than they are. They're letting go and they're shouting and they're screaming and they're singing and they don't care. They don't care what their friend next to them, how, how they're singing. They just let go. And they have this experience about them that the, the emotion overwhelms them and consumes them. And then we name it as God. And there they find happiness and peace. Far too often, we get in the way of our own happiness. Have you ever been on a vacation that didn't go as planned, but yet it was the greatest vacation you've ever been on? If you've ever traveled with my father, that's every vacation. He tells you what we're going to do and where we're going to go, but it never works out that way. But yet every trip with that man is amazing. There are people that have traveled with my father for years when they were going on college trips that have more stories about him than I do. Apparently he knows how to have trips. He knows how to get there. It's just the in-between where things happen. And, And that's the way life is. If we know we're following Jesus and we know what our end goal is, our end goal is heaven, it's the in-between where happiness happens. That's where we find fun. That's where we find joy. And sometimes it's as simple as just saying, finding happiness in the smallest thing. A couple of years ago at sixth grade camp, it rained almost every day at sixth grade camp. It's not fun being at camp in the rain. It's not fun trying to move 60 people in the camp in rain. People's attitudes get a little bit bitter. But we started telling them, find fun in the small things. Hey, how often do you get to run outside in the rain? Hey, how often do you actually have a mud pit like right next to you? And let me tell you, nothing brings me more happiness at Camp Egan than getting in the mud pit. I was going to show you a couple of pictures, but I didn't want you all to have a different opinion of me. But you know, one of the things that, that Matt Miosky says in his book, and I really agree with it, and I would, this is why I encourage you to read it, is that the more we search for happiness, the less likely we're going to find it. And the crazy thing about happiness is it's right there. And all we have to do is let go. And it's a different way of being. But even Jesus taught us to be this way. Maybe you've read the scripture in Luke 9. Jesus said to everyone, all who want to come after me must say no to themselves, take up their crosses daily, and follow me. All who want to save their lives will lose them, but all who lose their lives because of me will save them. Jesus is even saying, pull back and follow me. And when you do that, you'll find happiness and joy. So the answer is simple. You want to find happiness let go. You know, I said that last week. You, you want to find happiness. Refocus yourself. Ask yourself that great Methodist Wesleyan question. How is it with your soul? Because when you seek God, you'll find happiness. And it's going to be God's plan, not your plan. Because the moment you let go and let God be in control, you'll find happiness. You'll serve other people. You'll even take care of yourself. 
in the process. Miyoski left, I love these words, and I'll leave you with these. He said this, when we follow Jesus, when we focus on his life and listen to his word, we can experience peace and joy. You want to be happy, follow Jesus. It's just that simple. But it's not, because it's also hard. Because that's going to stretch you, it's going to pull you, and it's going to push you. But realize that the end goal is eternal happiness. And so until we get there, we've got to move and work and share and grow closer to God. And when you do that, you'll find happiness. Paul wrote this scripture 1 Corinthians 10, 31, he said, So, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, you should do it for all of God's glory. Everything you do, you'll find happiness. It's staring you in the face. So may your plans be God's plans. Open yourself up and experience joy and peace. Let us pray. Thank you for listening to First United Methodist Church of Locust Grove Sermon. We hope that you enjoyed the message, and we hope that God works on you and works through you as you help us live into our mission of living God's way, sharing God's story, and serving God's people. We hope to see you next Sunday at 1045 a.m. And for more information about our church, you can go online at www.fumclgok.org. Thank you, and have a good day.